For more interviews with leading figures in Asia from the world of business and beyond, head to the App Store or Google Play to download the Tiger Hall app. Don't be ordinary. The only thing worse than not being noticed is being noticed as someone who's ordinary or somebody who's crap. Does slow and steady really win the race? We're in the Tiger Hall with Sandy Montero, former president of Universal Music Group in Asia. So, Sandy, most people have quite a, a similar career trajectory where they steadily climb the corporate ladder. But another route is finding certain opportune moments where you might be able to make a bigger jump, which is something I know you did. So could you tell us about your particular experience with making big leaps in your career? I think it was a combination of two things. One is I was in an industry that was an absolute freefall. The music industry, as everybody knew it, selling CDs just collapsed. And the thing about when that happens, a lot of legacy people, I mean, people who have been in the company for a really, really long time, all get shaken out of the tree because the business can no longer sustain that kind of uh, weight of costs plus the reduction in, in revenues. You need to make the costs more effective. So two things, if the legacy guys are not innovative and they're not creating new sources of revenues, then they have to go, right? So I happened to be at the start of my senior career when that happened. So that was when I came back to the music industry as a managing director for a country. And looking at Asia, everyone in the countries in Asia was going through the same upheaval. And what I did was, if you don't swim, you die, Right? If you swim, you might still die, but you might live. So I kind of was like at a position where it's funny when you say you took these steps. It wasn't kind of like I took a piece of paper out and said, I will do this in two years. It wasn't about that. It was about I have to do something, right, to try and sustain my team. You want to know how to move forward? You have to have some leadership qualities about you. It's not about you. It's about how you actually lead a team of people because the one bit of advice I'll give everybody is that every progression you take in your career is not because of you. It's about the people you lead. If you lead people well, they create a wave in front of them that pushes you forward, right? And hopefully you don't forget them and you bring them with you. But if you fail, I can guarantee you it's your fault. When we talk about how do you move forward, we were in a position where we were in a lose-lose position. So we were desperate. We had to take you know, ideas on what had not been done before and figure out whether we could make that successful, right? You led a team of people that believed in what you did, right? And you all pulled in the same direction, right? And that kind of created opportunity where everybody else was basically thinking of jumping off the ship. We were figuring out how to get the ship to the next port, and by successfully doing it, then you get known as somebody that can actually navigate or you can lead a ship in a storm, right, and get to place successfully and you can look after your crew and stuff like this. And this gives you a reputation of being somebody that's worth the promotions. So when you ask, how did I do this? It was desperation. But in desperation, I didn't panic. Instead, I sat down with my team, created a course of action that we felt could help us get past certain timescales we were successful, right? And that's how I got promoted. And then as we saw success in some of the innovative things that we did, while everybody else was kind of still, you know, screaming and treading water, we were saying, hey, that thing that we did to kind of get ourselves out of the water could actually be a successful business model. 
right? And then we converted those ideas into real business models. And then not only were we no longer in danger, we had now got a new boat with propellers and blah, and we were cruising and everybody was still dying. And then that was successful. And then we kept escalating this to, because we knew innovation was a key part of it, right? My team kept innovating. I kept leading a bunch of guys who completely looked forward. And it's really, really funny. There's a philosophy in many, many people where if I stay within the lines, I won't get yelled at. Mm, yes. you, know, you go to work every day, not thinking about what can I do to do something really cool. It's about, okay, what am I going to do today between now and lunch that I don't get yelled at, that I can go for lunch and then come back. And then what can I do between lunch and the time I leave and not get yelled at? So the whole premise of why they go to work is to make sure they get the stable income and not get yelled at. So that's how you operate. I wouldn't call that slow and steady. I just call that not me. Uh, (laughs) um, um, If that's the way you're looking at stuff, then why are you looking to move forward? If you're in an industry that is a safe industry, I can understand that. But the one thing I will tell you is that, and and having been in the music industry, and the music industry is the canary in the cold mine for a lot of other industries, right? Whatever you see happening in certain industries, just wait. And the same issues will hit your own industry. You know, it's really, really funny. When we were struggling and dying as a music industry in the the mid-2000s, in fact, it was the late 1990s, right? Early 2000s, mid-2000s, where the music industry was dying, right? A lot of industries which seemed to be very, very stable were like, ah, ah, never happened to us, blah, blah, this, right? Now, phone companies are all hit by things like WhatsApp call and all the different things. Nobody pays for calls anymore. Nobody pays for messages anymore. So the whole business model for telcos was completely wiped out. I mean, look at taxis with things like Uber and Grab, right? Taxis used to have monopolies in in certain cities and certain markets, right? And now they're all being hit. Look at hotels with Airbnb. So whatever you thought only would affect the music industry, the disruption model is now hitting every industry. So if your whole idea is how you move forward and you want to move forward in a safe way, well, good luck if it's in a safe industry, right? But as you look at how industries are transforming so quickly now, right? Just doing the slow and steady and safe, I don't know whether that's a sustainable long-term model anymore. You have to be innovative. You have to have some leadership qualities. You have to have some forward thinking on how you would lead either yourself or your team into creating things that are part of that change, a part of growth, right? So if you want to know how to progress in leap and bounds, be known as somebody who is forward-looking and has the ability to lead because staying safe is not going to be a long-term. Mm, I mean, so what well, would your advice be to someone who's in an industry that's doing very well? So, I mean, because you were in maybe quite a lucky position in a way that the industry was ripe for you to go in and mix things up. Yeah. If someone's, you know, going in the right direction, they're climbing the ladder in an industry that's already doing well, yeah. is there anything they can do to seek opportunities to yes. try and jump? Very simple answer. And the answer is, don't be ordinary. How do you not be ordinary? The only thing worse than not being noticed, right, is being noticed as someone who's ordinary or somebody who's crap. Imagine you're in a business where you have a hierarchy and you're kind of like a middle level, right? So don't forget, you've got like four levels ahead of you, right? Chances are the two levels ahead of you 
are already aware of who you are or they had their radars on and who is in the two tiers below them because that's where the next generation of executives is going to come from, right? So when the radar of those two tiers above you are on and their perception of you is he's ordinary or mm, eh, no, right? Chances are you're not going to be top of mind when it comes to progression, right? Mm. So when I say don't be ordinary, I can only speak for myself. I'm... I did things in the music industry with regards to marketing on how you market stuff, which people were kind of like, wow, that's really clever, right? And that's how I built my reputation as somebody who is forward-thinking and innovative. So if you're doing stuff and you go, that's very competent, you know, well done, you know, you've, you've, all the lines are straight. Maybe if you're an accountant or if you're a lawyer, yeah, I get it, right? But if you're in business... If you're in marketing, if you are in strategy and you're ordinary, ah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look good. So competent is boring. Competent is boring. And ordinary. How can I be extraordinary, Sandy? Do stuff that excites you. Do stuff that you think, ooh, this is exciting. Do stuff that freaks you out every now and then, right? Have an idea that you think, oh, that really kind of like shake things up a little bit. Do stuff that when you think about it, you go, Okay, don't do crazy stuff. I'm saying do absolutely wacky stuff, but do stuff that makes people think. I mean, let me give you a simple example. I'm part of this whole thing with how we develop business for the music industry. We developed these um, ideas in marketing where we found brands to actually sponsor concerts for free, right? So consumer got the show for free, right? Paid for by the brands, right? But in order to make the consumer do something, we said they had to bring in either two feet of old newspapers or 24 aluminum cans for recycling. So you didn't get the ticket for free. The ticket was available for you for free, but you had to do something. And we chose to do something around the environment. So as a result of what we did, and we did this in Malaysia, by the way, the recycling partner that we worked with, they collected more aluminum cans in 24 hours than they would normally collect in a year. So what was the idea? The idea was do a free concert. Was that a new idea? No. But we created a twist where we created a whole bunch of different other cool stuff around it. And when it happened, it blew people away on so many aspects. It had never been done before with regards to music industry, right? The artist was amazed by the response, right? The brand partners were amazed by the response. The recycler was amazed by it. Everybody was just like, this has never been done before, right? I mean, was it so crazy? No, it wasn't so crazy, but... It took somebody to think, yeah, why don't we do a free concert for the consumers and do something for the environment at the same time? If you just thought to yourself, oh, let's do a concert, that's ordinary, right? But if you do something that then has all these different triggers and creates a whole bunch of innovative and exciting things, that's what I mean by just take that extra step to think about an idea, which you already have to do as part of your job, and just think, how do we just add a bit of of spark to it a bit of flair a bit it. of flair because mm. I mean the, you want to get noticed have flair so I mean it sounds at its core that this is kind of a mindset mm. and then on top of that trying to actively create opportunities but I mean, what if I'm in a really boring industry and I can't see any way that adding flair is going to be allowed by my straight laced bosses then be very very competent <laughs> okay So there's no room to be extraordinary if I'm in a boring industry. Well, I mean, this is the other point. I mean, like, you know, if you're in a company that doesn't appreciate what you do, chances are you're a temporary employee. 
I mean, whether you stay with them for one year, five years, 10 years, you will be a temporary employee. But if you find a company that you work with or you work for and there are a bunch of people that you work under that you think, oh, my God, I love these guys. These guys inspire me, these guys. So the people ahead of you inspire you to do more and be more. And if you think that that encourages you to be more extraordinary, you will find that momentum that they give you, that momentum that you give yourself, that will determine how you move up in that company. 